Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. So, uh, so we're pressing record now. So this is episode 16. No, it's not. It's episode 17 of the Camology, the Cambridge podcast. Uh, so let's just, let's just carry on that conversation. Um, <laughs> no, no, no introduction, Ash. Let's just get into it. So we were just talking about, um, well, yeah, tell us what we were talking about, about your podcast and it being. Yeah, so, so my two. podcast is number two now, um, which is mad. Dan, because like if you think about like when I first chatted with you, mm. like when we first started, like I literally I'm looking out my garden now, thinking it was sunny. I got your details from Rich, and I just started yeah. doing a podcast. I was literally like, and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I quite like it, yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's now ranked number two in personal branding, which has blown my mind. So um, is that number two? What in on iTunes in the UK? How does iTunes it- in the world? So hell, yeah, I mean, don't be wrong. Like it's good. Um, I can't give it like one of these, but it's, it's absolutely brilliant, but it's such a micro niche, you mm. know, so it's a micro niche. Um, yeah, so with Cambridge, you know, it's such a, it's a micro niche podcast. Um, so I did that on purpose. I picked the niche that I was like, so I was on a podcast that's just come out today uh, when we were recording this and um, he's like ranked 20, 20 ish within the digital marketing space. Yeah, that's a lot more people. Do you know it's like yeah. getting on the country charts as opposed to the top twenty UK yeah. charts, but um, still pretty good. And and uh, the guy that I beat, who was second, is amazing. So I was mm. like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I won that number one. But I don't know if that's possible because the the number one is um, she's very very good. She's a big YouTuber in so, Australia. So what what um. So we, can we give her a bit of a name check? Yeah, her name is... Um, I know the podcast called The Game Changer Podcast. Let me find her name. The Game her name Changer. Name is Erin yeah. something. Okay. But I'll tell you what, I listened to her. I did listen to one of her episodes, and she's very, very good. <laughs> I, but, um, but let's go I, back. Let's go. Let's, so she is very good, but you're better. So, <laughs> so let's, I mean, let's go back because... Um, so when we first chatted, so that was bloody hell, that was March time, that probably earlier. Yeah, it might, might even have been earlier. I think it made me end of February. Maybe end of February when the world was normal. <laughs> we weren't in lockdown, were we, I think? We weren't in lockdown when I first chatted to you. And so where were you at at that point when we first connected? Where were you at that with, with, your, um, with your podcast? Oh, gosh. Um, so when I first started, that was then, when we first chatted, I... This podcast that's out now had only literally been in, in, the, in kind of the making. It had only just started. So I was interviewing people left, right, and center. Um, I didn't know why. Hmm. Do you know, like, even yeah, me, yeah. Me, me and you, like, chatting, like, uh, people were going, interview, go, chat to this person, chat to this person, chat to this person. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, sure. That's how me and you, like, it was all yeah. these random calls where we were like, um, Hi, Richard said I should <laughs> chat to you, and you're Hello. like, yeah, he said the same to me. <laughs> um, so I was doing that, and I was, and I just was interviewing. Do you know what happens? I was interviewing people um, live in a Facebook group. And that's how me and you were. So I was interviewing people three, maybe four a week, like loads of people. Mm. Anyone who wanted to be interviewed, I was just, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Um, and that was in that was January, February time. And then um, I, I started re- like researching more about podcasts this way. I started researching more about it and I thought, okay, 
if I was to create a podcast like properly, like because I was doing these ones and they were going out and they were really well in the community. Um, people liked it in the community in the Facebook groups. So I was thinking with a podcast, it's a mass distribution thing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's around the world. And I was, and I was thinking, using my like, kind of marketing experience and I was thinking, okay, so if I, and I know me and you've chatted about it before, we're both dyslexic. And I was like, if I, what would the podcast be that I wanted? Like if I, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what would I want to, and that's actually what I do with all my content now is I think, how would I want it? Mm. Like, right now, as somebody who's learning personal branding, this is where it took off. Which I was like, let what what would I want? I'd want something that was a weekly, digestible, less than twenty minutes yeah. that I could stick on, so that. And this is something you'd love because of our shit love of podcast, which you probably will <laughs> dive into. <laughs> is I wanted something that isn't going to take too much time up, though, so I can get back to listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's that thing of I was like, I want something that I'm like. As that I'm like it, it's a it's an actionable topic. Yeah, it's not something that the interviews are the interesting things, but the stuff I was having on, and so I was like, okay, so how do I do it? So I started to like reverse engineer it and thought, okay, well, let's just do that like an audio book, like talk about it. Just me, don't interview anybody. Um, so I didn't interview anyone for the first ten episodes. I just talked. I used the I, I used all the other ones the the the, the interviews there on YouTube and. And they're in the group and people got a lot of value out of them. But I started to go, okay, these small chunks. And that was in February, pretty much March, February. Um, I released a few episodes in one hit and it was a very slow, slow climb. Then, then I, and then I just um, start, I did start then interviewing people, but I've interviewed very few because mm. I started thinking exactly like what, what I said, I, my idea about it was if they're coming to me, they're coming to me for a very specific reason. 20 minute throwaway content yeah, yeah, yeah. learning education and um not to, you should not throw away but, but. not throw away throw away yeah yeah i was thinking when you look at it i was like and then funny enough like so now i'm talking to this i've started a uh, after since we spoke i mean i i've done some lecturing on podcast for oxford brooks university nice. um, I, because of this like and, and actually I'm holding like a webinar about it next week for enough because what I looked at was, and it's amazing because of Joe Rogan and stuff. I started looking at it thinking, um, what could it be? Cause right now it's just interviews. Mm. Um, but like interviews for, and then you get this, your interviews are different because your interviews are, they're micro niched within mm. a very specific area. And they're also very, you, I, what I love about your podcast is it, it doesn't have a direction. It's very like Joe Rogan. It's very conversational. You know what? Because I've, I've thought about it and I, I've I thought about, well, do I give, do I give the, the do, I give, do I give the person that I'm interviewing the respect and, and like research it and research everything about, everything about them, everything, you know, you know, go through their LinkedIn history, mm. all the rest of it. Um, or do I just let it be, or do I, in a way, do I actually go into those conversations knowing a little bit, but actually being truly not ignorant of their subject, but I'm, you know, I'm yeah. just finding out about it. So I'm learning as well. Um, so yeah, they are, they are free form. Um, and I don't know the one thing I've, yeah, the one thing, you know, I obviously listen to loads of podcasts, but the one thing is not to just to be too scripted. I mean, like, yeah, bloody hell. You can, you know, you solicit some podcasts and they are like, 
oh they've got their 10 questions and yeah oh, oh and your answer's quite like i said you know you, you talk to somebody and their answer's basically like a really thinly veiled sales pitch or you know or, or, or infomercial and i'm like <laughs> kind of cut my wrist and take the headphones out you know so um, i think you're you're onto something you are onto something with it like like you say what what you know this is what i when i started researching into it is there are very clear defined um there are defined kind of style of podcasts there really are and um nobody and this is the the, the, the bane of my life is nobody gets this like on linkedin like if i have one more person reach out to me going can i be on your podcast and like hmm. they go can i you guys, can i be on your podcast it'd be great i think i'd be perfect I, I have, I have sure you would. Like, I would yeah yeah of course especially uh, after the rankings when it was like three two they were going can i go on this can i go on this and my favorite one is tell me what why do you think you'd, you'd be perfect for the podcast well i think i'd be great you know to go along with your other guests and, and the best bit when i get it i'm like you do realize that of the 18 episodes that have been out there's only been three guests like mm. and they're and the guests are not get this is the other thing they're not guests like what me and you are doing. They're specific. So one was a fear strategist. Mm. But I brought him on to talk about how to get over the fear of being on camera. Mm. I'm not a fear strategist, but I know it's a fear of my clients and the people who listen. So I was like, let's bring on the expert to him to talk about that specific educational thing. It's not, yeah. his name's Keith Blakemore Noble. He's a great guy. But I wasn't like going, tell me your life story, Keith. And because that's <laughs> what you do in these conversational podcasts. Mm. that's the difference it's conversational and educational mm. and, the, and the interview and um i think what whether whether and i th- no, i say whether you've done it in purpose or not you have because you know a lot you listen to joe rogan it's one of these things of their conversational podcast mm. i think that the way you don't understand that person get is, is better i don't when i deal with a client when i'm working with a client in personal branding i don't look at their profiles i don't look at anything because mm. i want to uh, because what, what I'm trying to teach them and that's what's brilliant with like me and you is with what you're saying is that I want to understand who you think you are ah. by putting it out there because that's what everyone else is going to see if I research you I'm going to have a bit more understanding but as a personal brand coach as I work with you I'm going okay well do you know the, the, the vibes I'm getting from you is you're, you know, you're, you're consistent you're str- or you're stressful or you're fun mm. or you're playful Was that, is that, rel- is that um, what's the word are you doing it on purpose or is that like <laughs> you're doing it? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really good with, with, um, with podcasts. You know, the thing with Joe Rogan, it's about, then you get to really dive deep into what they really do mm. as opposed to just, yeah, it's a long, I mean, we could talk about it for ages, me and you, but it's one of those where it's very interesting. So let's go back. So I'm just thinking, so personal branding. So for somebody who has no concept of personal branding and you've said it about 25 million times so far on this podcast, what's, <laughs> What the bloody hell is personal branding? <laughs> Somebody has no concept of it. What is personal branding? Um, is so personal branding is the ability to brand yourself like you do a business, and it's rep, it's just reputation management. So okay. the way I describe it with people is um, you are making somebody when the, when you see that someone think of something whatever, you automatically think of them. So, for example, the best one down the road is that there's a painter and decorator in Cambridge called Jason Kirby. I don't know if you've heard of the guy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yes, bloody he's hell. He's everywhere. He's, yeah, he is, isn't he? He is bloody. He, every, every part of his 
uh, he's, when he's, he's got uh, advertisements on roundabouts, he's got his four by four um, absolutely caked in his livery. Um, yeah, good on him. Yeah, so he's everywhere. You talk about, so he literally lives down the road from me. He literally like lives down the road. And that's what like, we talk about camology. I'll use that as a perfect example of what is personal branding. Hmm. So Jason Kirby, I've never met the guy ever. He literally lives down the road. I've never seen him. I have recommended him oh, as for, for painting and decorating business when I was in finance and property loads of times mm. because I have seen him. We drive past him. We make a joke. All of that, that's, that is personal branding. Personal branding is I associate painter and decorating with a person. So that's, yeah. and, and you can create this however you want. Um, it's very, it's quite, it's, it's just, it's not actually as um, woo-woo as people realize. Yeah. It is, it's a method. And, you know, Jason Kirby, whether I, whether I know him, like him, don't, I don't know the guy, but I've simultaneously now in my mind webbed the idea that because I've consistently, this brand touch point has just seen me every single time painting and decorating Jason Kirby. And the, and the fact that you say it's funny because Cambridge, it's everywhere. <laughs> um, to the point where me and my wife joke about it. We'll go, Jason <laughs> Kirby, oh, Jason. But the thing is, if I met Jason, I would, my mind would blow. I'd be like, yeah. oh my God, you're that Jason yeah. Kirby guy. And yeah. probably people listen to this, some of them probably know him because he's oh, yeah. so well known. I mean, he's literally painting a house next door right now. <laughs> I've never seen him with one of his painters, but that is personal branding in its, in its um, essence. I mean, obviously I can go very deep into it, but that's a really good contextually relevant. So, 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 so I can understand it. So it, perhaps it's, uh, it's associating, um, so just so I can understand it. So, yeah, like, so, so like um, associating biodiverse, you know, if somebody thinks about biodiverse gardens, then they think about me. Is that it? I'm, I'm not exactly. trying to. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So if you're, so what it is, is, and it's, we've done this for, for centuries. We always do. I'll try not to be too like wordy, but yeah. we are, so human beings are cognitively lazy. In other words, hmm. we're lazy to think we don't like to be fully informed this is where yeah. it comes from yeah so we don't like to be fully informed uh we don't like to know everything if we did we couldn't you know and, and this is the best experience you ever had this experience where when you're thinking about something all, all i'm thinking about all i'm thinking about is donald trump now i'm sorry that's all i'm thinking about <laughs> sorry i can't get there you go. good personal brand or bad personal brand yeah. uh, so we're cognitively lazy you ever had this thing where you know, uh, you, you have a breakup or something, and all of a sudden all you can hear is breakup songs everywhere. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and that's because our brain limits 80% of what we're looking at. But yeah. when, but, and then we hone in on the things we, um, we need, we want, are relevant, whether we're ang angry, not happy, whatever it is, whatever's relevant to our life, we hone in on it. Now, the thing with personal branding, so what that is, is because we're cognitively lazy, as much as we love to be, and, I, and my whole slogan and thing is, you embrace your own individuality. Because we love to um, do that, what oh, we that's actually- a, That's a difficult ask for some people, isn't it? Oh, it's as very as hard. As soon as you said that, I had shivers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's very hard. I mean, it's very hard. But that's what, so, so the idea of personal branding is to me, like for example, this is great for you, like Dan. So for you, um, I will mean one thing to you because we can't, we pigeonhole people yeah. because we don't have enough time to, so, so you'll have swimmer, mate, your rugby, mate, you're this, mate, you're that, then you have them, you, you pigeonhole them. Yeah. And, and we go, and I love it because people go, 
no, no, we don't. I, but, you know, I'm, I do loads of different things. And I'm like, yeah, you do. And to you, it's really important. But to your friends or even your, your work colleagues or the people who meet you, it's not. Mm. And so this is where I talk about reputation management. The whole idea that I teach people in personal branding to, to do is make you know me for the thing I want you to know me for, not the thing you, you if you leave the narrative to write itself, you have no control over what other people think of you. But if you, if I want people to know, and this is how I've got the point. So I want you, I want you to say that again, please. If you, so. yeah, if you leave the narrative to write itself, hmm. you can't control what other people think of you. But if you take control of the narrative, you can control to a degree what people think of you when they see you and hmm. what, and then ultimately what people think of that the, then people will think of you when they see the thing you associate with and it takes time and it's used by social media, by interacting in networking events. But the idea of if you show up as biodiverse gardens every single time, every time, whenever I see you, nothing else, not your family, kids, not this, not that, only biodiverse gardens over time, my cognitively lazy brain is going to go, Daniel Lee, that, Daniel Lee, that. And then eventually when I think I need to do you know biodiverse gardens i'm going to go daniel lee mm. jason kirby <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean it's literally that <laughs> if jason kirby came to me and said oh do you know i play in a band i'd be like mm, you're a painter and decorator yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? like, and, this, and i know this because i did so many and then i learned this the hard way i did so many jobs as a kid i was a professional performer i've done loads of things every single time i tried to do a career shift it was detrimental because no one saw me that way. When I was a financial advisor, they were like, well, no, but you were the dancer. Mm. You were the local, you were the guy. You went, you, didn't you live in London and perform? I'm not going to let you do my mortgage. I was like, and so I started to learn <laughs> yeah, yeah. and study it. And as I studied it, it got really crazy that it is, it's behavioral economics. We, we do it. And um, oh, it's like mad. That. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to write a note, behavioral economics. Like <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that. So when I'm in a conversation, you know, behavioral economics. Lovely. Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, love it. <laughs> love it, love it. So, um, okay, so that's that's the sort of, the sort of ethos behind personal branding. But some of that came up, because um, I, I follow you, of course, and um, we, we kind of touched on it earlier, but it's why. You know, you, you, you say you, you're making the content, but why? And I think that's something that's something that came up for me mm -hmm. recently. But, you, but you know, tell people why you kind of make your, your content and why you perhaps from where you're talking, yeah. you, you kind of uh, reevaluated what content you're putting out. And yes. yeah, of course, I'm going to that. So, so yeah, your, your why. So there's a theory. It's a totally it's a totally selfish question because I had a massive epiphany with why the other day. So I'm just yeah. I'm asking the question so I can answer it basically. But that's it's the whole <laughs> idea for the podcast. You should that's what literally the one I was on yesterday, the one that came out today that was on Friday that I recorded it. He was like, "How do I improve my live video?" And I was like, "Okay." So we talked to him and he said, "I'm going to be honest. I just want to know for me." I said, "I don't really care about what anyone else is thinking." <laughs> I said, "That's fine. I don't mind." So we talk about the why. So this is stuff I've been kind of learning. So there's a theory. So to go like the top level. So there's a theory by a guy called Simon Sinek. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Simon yeah. Sinek has a theory called the golden circle. Mm. 
And the golden circle, and I'm not going to be able to quote it exactly right, but the golden circle is a theory that everybody talks about, all organizations, but it's transferable to personal brand, very relevant. It's a lot easier with personal brand because you don't have to control an organization's thought process, just mm. your own, which is sometimes harder. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so everyone starts with what they do. They also know how they, very rarely do they know why they do it, okay? which is the top level. That's the top level of thinking mm. around this. So this idea of why do you do what you do? Why do you go to work? Why do you, why do you exist? It's very like woo-woo. Now, I was really believing this for a long, long time. It's very good. It's very good. However, it's, very, it's very woo-woo, but sorry to talk over you. But, yeah, go for it. Um, how many people do you see, you know, they're, they're, they, don't even, they don't even understand their why. It's just literally, well, they've just fallen into something and it's, yeah, we're just, I'm just doing it and I'm making money or making some money or I'm, or I'm this feels, use feels like habitual, yeah. so I'll just carry on doing it, mate. Most people. So it is woo-woo. So it is woo-woo because I'm very like, I believe in that type of stuff. Mm. Um, when I found my why, um, it was it, it it changed my life um and but when i started and i started choke, i choked my clients with this it's very top level this mm. like it's very top level um you need to go deep to really fully under and this is what why i said on the video which i'll dive in with you guys you need to go deep and really become a scholar of this mindset as opposed to being a as opposed to just watching a ted talk video with simon sinek and going yeah that's great i understand that now and every corporate mm. build business now goes this is what we do how we do and why we do it which is good i don't get me wrong that's the first step but what i started to do with this was i i tried to meditate but my brain goes everywhere so I was like, okay <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know that feeling so, I I was like, <laughs> so it bounced yeah. over so i was like how do i create mindfulness in my life without and and purpose in my in my actions without mm. meditating in a weird way so i started to look at this thing and this is what i do with all my clients and it changed my life is using this golden circle theory on everything so not just not just the bigger picture but do you know why you do everything and i had to use my own content going back to like and exactly what we said about why i set up the podcast I started to look at every single thing through this lens of the golden circle. So what is it? How is it? But why do I do it? Mm. And what I did when I did that was I started to go, okay, I'm making, and I, I put, so I'm making the podcast. Why am I doing it? Well, actually I'm making this podcast because I want to educate mm. people who are like myself mm. in this. So all of a sudden this podcast had a purpose. So mm. not just, not just, not just a, I want to do a podcast because I like podcasts because that's my why. But actually I was like, it has a real driving force and the motivation, motivation is a fleeting thing. But when you have a cause mm. purpose to make it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden my podcast had a real meaning. So I made it and I looked at my other content and I was making live videos. I was doing, and I'm doing it again now, but again with this why lens, but yeah. I was making live videos. I was interviewing people. I was um, creating content every day. Didn't know why though. I was just doing it because mm. I saw other people do it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, other people are doing it. If they're doing it, I should do it. Yeah. And actually it was wrong. And so then I started doing it again. I sat down and I was like, what? Okay, so why do I, um, 
but, come, but 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 you, one yeah. thing you said you talk, you said you said motivation is fleeting but it's that driving force behind it and then you yeah. said it's the education that 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 deep that deep need to educate and that uh yes that that that, that that's that sounds like a education really, why yeah yeah like yeah. you get this as a dyslexic i don't know if you, <laughs> so for me yeah education more motivates me more than anything because the what the way i'm talking with me the way me and you are talking now if you had told my 14 year old self that i knew that i could know this stuff i would have mm. wouldn't have believed you yeah and yeah. um i think that's the because because the school system wasn't set up the way to, to, to tailor to someone like me or you where if you couldn't not read but you know what i mean like yeah. and i it think is, that's the, the education is really important yeah there is nothing there is nothing like it's it's weird it's not weird but it's you know when i've um you know over the last well f throughout my professional life I've, mm. I've always gone to like cpd events so yeah all, all, always gone and then you come out of those events whether it's a formal event or it's a uh, you know a master class given and you're on cloud nine do you know what yeah. i mean you've just you've just sucked in all that information and you will flipping hungry for more do you know yes. what i mean oh yes it, it's just <laughs> it's just do you know what i mean it, it, oh gosh yeah there's, there's nothing there that, for me there's nothing like it no i'm hungry for knowledge that's the only thing i care about. like and not just for myself for others like mm. that's this that's the power of this is to be able to educate them like to really change that and that's where you say what the why is and that's when like i went back to my videos and I changed my videos because of a, and I put this in a video recently was I love this theory of if you increase your knowledge by 1% every day, mm. you're gone. So I, 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 but I saw that video and um, that was, I'd be lying if I said I, I watched all your videos from start to finish. Don't worry. You're not supposed yeah. to. You can talk no. about that a bit. <laughs> but, but Ash, where were we? So we were talking about the 1%. We're talking about the 1% video. Yes. And that was a massive thing for me. So those little bits of content, I think that's what you're getting at. The little bit of bite-sized yes, content exactly. will work for individuals at any specific point. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, it changed my mind with that. You're right. So the 1% is this theory that, and, and that video I did, I got really, like, in depth with numbers. Like, <laughs> I was like, do this, you can do this, you can do this. Um, but it's this, I watched it again. It was a Joe Rogan podcast that made me think about this comment, which one it was. And he had a... Um, MMA fighter on and he was talking about how you can should train every day and he was like yeah. you train every day which one it was and he said consistency is better than intensity and that's yeah. when I was like oh okay and that's what made me think about this why it was okay why do I create content and I was like well this one percent theory there's one percent that if you make yourself one percent better every single day then you're going to be a you know 365 percent better every year mm -hmm. 364 depending on whatever it is and that when that clarity came in for okay so these daily one minute tips because mm. exactly like you said and i like this and i'm glad you said this because this has been my my bugbear is i don't expect you to watch all my content i mm. put you know when you say I, i'll be honest i don't watch it all i don't need to and i think and that was why i did these one minutes was i was like to have the audacity to think that you're going to take every single day out time out of your day every day it's very very mm. very hard um 
and actually these bite-sized chunks today's video was 18 seconds mm. yet it's doing really well because because i'm that i have a higher chance of causing more impact on people who are maybe passive consumers mm. by doing that whereas most of the time and that's what i had to look at look at yourself and i'd say with any business or anybody who's thinking about this is is the content serving your ego or is it actually serving something else if it's serving your ego and don't get me wrong that's not a judge because 90 percent of my content when i first started was look at me look at me look at me look at me it, it you know i'm so great i'm so great and actually i mean you have this when i first chatted with you you know uh, on our interview I just wanted to show off how much I knew about podcasting. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I was like, yeah. chat this, chat this, chat this. And, and when we had a chat, me and you had a chat off air like a couple of weeks later. And I was like, we were like, we have so much more in common. Shame we didn't record that. We shame we it didn't It was a record. brilliant chat. Yeah, this is like bloody like hell. Two hours long. Yeah. chat for ages. The thing is, we had so much more in common and the value was there. Mm once i allowed my ego to get out of the way you know like instead of going you're a podcaster i'm a podcaster you don't know about this i know yeah. about this Did, you know and, and and actually the truth and that's where i say about this self, and, and i'm quite almost flip flops falling off um, hmm. i'm quite quite um the, the transformation has, has happened over this time when you talk about these whys is i look at everything through this lens now why am i creating why am i talking to you why am i having my food why am i like i think mm. about why all the time created mindfulness I don't get in arguments because I'm like, why would I want to argue with you? What's the point? Yeah. That's, um, a big, that's a big, whereas, but, look on. go ahead. No, there's nothing. I was going to ramble on. That's, that's so, a good point to take it on. So <laughs> as well, like, well, no, I just thought I've, I thought about that because I guess there's got to be some sort of some part of it being the ego, because again, you're recording yourself. We're, you know, we're recording, yes. we're, we're recording this. There is a bit of, there is a bit of, oh, I've put a video up yeah. on LinkedIn. And there I am. I'm talking. Oh, and I've, I've just checked. I've got 243 views. Well, I know that because I, <laughs> I counted just before I came on. So there's a bit, there's a bit of that, isn't there? Because you can't. 100%. But, um, but you're right. It is trying to think about why am I, put, why am I, A, why am I having this conversation? Why am I putting that two-minute clip up? Am I doing it because I looked really cool when I asked that question? Yeah. Or was there... Was there a bit of was the answer sincere enough that might help somebody? And I think you'll you, I think one will will flex between the two. Yeah. Sometimes you'll be feeling I don't know insecure and a bit vulnerable or whatever it may be, and you're thinking, yeah, uh -huh. I, I need an ego boost. Sod this. I'll put this video up. I think the hard the hardest thing with it is an ego ego thing is not a, not a bad thing. You know that's the problem with you. You should like it's that whole thing of. Um, you know, when someone says, oh, gosh, I used to get it all the time. I used to be a fitness model back in the day. And they go, oh, you think you're really attractive? I'm like, I know I'm attractive. That's not like, if I don't think it, no one else is going to think it. I've got to, you can't, you've got to have self-belief. Mm. But the truth about it is, is, again, knowing why. Like, so if I am talking to you or anyone and I'm trying to show off, why am I trying to show off? So that's my <laughs> thing. It's all again, why? It's, if, and if it is, you know, if you're in a room and you're trying to impress the room, that's mm. fine. Mm. Then you know why. But it's what I, what I, I mean, I think me and you chatted about this when we talked about a lot of the self-help gurus and things like that is don't, I love this saying, which is don't piss down my back and call it rain. You know, like don't <laughs> pretend it's something else. Don't tell me you're trying to add value to me when you are also, you're actually trying to show me how great you are. Mm. You can do both, but they have to be unapologetically genuine. 
You know, if I'm yeah. showing off, all of the best people are showing off and adding value because they they don't hide the showing off. Joking aside, we love Colin, Conor, uh, Conor McGregor. Mm. The, whether you like him or don't like him, we allow him to show off because he's not hiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's the people who pretend like this self-serve, 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 like serving, serving everyone else creates this disconnect of trust. And I think that's the, I see it all the time, all the time. I mean that's that. Oh I mean I, I I'm I'm I it really gets to me because I I because you know I you know I consume a lot of media and you're trying to you see people advertising stuff and you see people you know advertising sort of oh click through to this masterclass and it's just like yeah this free masterclass but it's not free. And you're not giving any information and you are basically, oh, I can see a bit of NLP technique and you're, you're, you are, you are using NLP technique. You are, um, what's the sales phase? You're, you're creating, um, you're creating a scarcity and all this, you know, all these, all these tricks. And it's like principles of influence, isn't it? I know. (laughs) And you're just like, I'd rather you just said, there's the value. The course is going to be, Ten thousand pounds because I believe that yeah. doing this course, you can actually get twenty grand, or you're, there's a return on investment. Don't don't say it's one thing when it's blatantly another. You're not, you aren't fooling flipping anybody. And I'm and I'm saying this because I get annoyed because I always get, I'm a bit of a sucker. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> I no, I'm, a, I'm a sucker. I'm a salesman's dream. I, I I agree with you with that. I think it's someone said to me, I put my prices online. I always put my prices online for my program. To that point. I actually stupidly I, I fell for one I fell for one one thing yesterday and bought a hundred pound toothbrush. Could you believe that? That's. I wouldn't. I do believe that. I do because I do the same. Yes. Well, oh, I do the same. I went like, that's the problem. Like I, I chatted with someone yesterday and I said this um, about it. I was like, the thing I believe in is it should be black and white. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if, mm. if so. So there are clear defined lines as to where I make my money. I know. So I've got a webinar, funny enough, happening on Wednesday on how to do your own podcast. Nice. There's no, there's no ulterior benefit. There is actually, there's a benefit for me. The people who join it, join my personal branding group, which means I have more people who can watch my free live content. That's the benefit. That's why I'm doing it. Um, there's no sales on it. No one even knows. The best thing I always find, I don't tell anybody about what I do. I tell them that I'm a, about the topic. But it's only when someone actually reaches out to me and says, I'd like to work with you. What do you do? That is what you, and that's the point when I go, okay, let's have a Zoom call. Let me tell mm. you. I'll tell you what I do. But I think up until that, and it served me well so far because I don't, exactly, I don't like these, these like sign up for this. I don't have a mailing list. I don't have a mailing list because I'm a dyslexic guy and I hate writing. So <laughs> I'm not going to make an email yeah. list. And everyone, every, if I have one more mark to tell me, you need to have an email list. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Why? Then, That's the best bit. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, but again, it's, it's, I often think, you know, you, there's so many marketeers out there. So you must do this, you must do that. And it's just like everybody trots this stuff out without actually thinking about it, in my opinion. But it, it, it right. but it comes back, it comes back to where can you, and it's, 
these are not my words, but it, it, keep, it keeps ringing true time and time again is how can you keep adding value? How can you keep adding value? How can you keep adding value all the time? And that's really hard. That's the hard, you know, it's the hard, where can you, how can you keep educating? How can you keep giving yeah. new pieces of information? How can, or how can you just go for the sales pitch? <laughs> that's the, well, do you know what I mean? It, it's, 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 it's hard. It's, yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, that, that you know that's what I, what I work with people on is identifying that it's not as hard as people think when you know where to look mm. and that's the thing you know like so you know like I say the daily tips it's anything you know it, well, someone like like you, you know, diverse, like I don't know anything about that so mm. anything you tell me one little thing will, will expand my knowledge in what you do one mm. little thing the problem we have, and this is one of the problem we have is that I see lots of phone after clients. Well, when you were calling me, I was on a, on a call with a, with the client. The, the thing we we're going through is, I was like, she said, "Well, what do I talk about?" I said, "You've got she's an insurance broker," mm. and I said, "You've got the Aviva literature on your desk. I can see it." Like, I was, I was, talk about that. She said, it's like this thick. I was like, "It's this thick. This literature." I was like, "Talk about that." Oh, but no one wants to know. I said, they do, because they don't know what it is. <laughs> I was like, if you, if you educate them, but don't say, call me, call me, call me. If you said, this is what this means, this is what this means, then all of a sudden, and this is what like, I that, do. Like, that is the big block, isn't it? Because that mm, is, that is the big block. Yeah, because you do. I think, I think we can all fall into that. Nobody give a monkeys about insurance documents. Nobody give a monkeys about... Yeah painting techniques <laughs> i don't know whatever but you know but you know is this the interesting thing so nobody this is what i learned nobody cares until it's in their 20 percent of their cognitive yeah. mind and they save you all the time that's why i said to you about listening to my content i don't care if you're not watching it or not and that's what i said to you all the time brand touch points i want you to see my face and see that i'm consistently coming up in your feed that's the first thing this is what anyone who's trying to do this marketers don't like this. They don't like this idea because I'm not a marketing, I'm a brand guy mm. and personal brand. Marketers don't like this because they can't track it. But the truth is I don't care about you watching it or not. The people, when all I want is I'm in your newsfeed every single day and you can just scroll past. Oh, there's Ash doing his thing. There's Ash doing his thing. There's Ash doing his thing. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. But the day that Saturday you were, it was in your 20%. So you watched the video. Mm. If I hadn't done that, if I hadn't done that content, you wouldn't have watched it. And you mm. probably wouldn't have watched it if you hadn't have seen my videos multiple times, even though you <laughs> didn't watch them. Mm. And this is what people don't get, is it's not about what you say. It's about appearing. It's building trust. People need to consume like four to six videos before they trust you. So the, the, the truth of all this stuff is it's not what you say. It's just about showing up mm. every day or every three times a week or once a week. It doesn't matter. It's consistently. And I think... The hardest thing I see a lot of people do is they overcomplicate what they're talking about. The best videos that I've ever had when I was a mortgage advisor, for example, was, and that'd be the same with you, with being like a biodiverse garden. It's like, I would go in depth into LIBOR rates. I would go in, like all this stuff. Yeah. The best video, what is a mortgage? <laughs> like, cause that's the, cause, cause that's the truth. You know, I'm talking to you about all this theory stuff. I know all this I can't put that in one minute and you wouldn't watch it. I did one. I did one recently about anchoring, which is like a, 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 a psychology thing. Got like no views. Did one today about make sure you're with people who, and who 
are arrogant and can debate with you because it's going to make you better, mm. fine. Like, because yeah. it's the truth. It's relatable. And I think if you started talking to me about the tiny little thing, why you use this material, why you do that, what you design, what does that process look like? Consumer friendly, consumer facing. Um, and I think that goes right back to, as me and you, were, as I was saying to you earlier, with our, the, you need to get your ego in check. Mm. When I brought you on the podcast, I don't need to tell you how much I know about it because it's irrelevant. Mm. It's only it's only relevant if you said to me, Ash, can you help me with the podcast? Then it's like, okay, yeah, okay, let me show you. Um, but otherwise, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All the best people don't show off. They just give the basics. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. Mad, well, I'm laughing because I'm just thinking about the people that you know that to kind of do show off, and it's just like, oh my god, what's the phrase? They're peacocking. It's peacocking. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. But but then when you this is the other thing when you do show off, and so it is showing off is a real thing. But like when you do show off, well, I don't know. Like when you do, don't hold not, yourself back. You were going to you were stopping yourself from saying. Yeah, something. yeah. yeah, yeah. What I was going to say is like when you do show off, but you've been doing it in a genuine way, and you have some, a real reason to show off it's fine you know this is it's okay but this is the problem with it is a lot of the, the showing off it's just insecurities mm. i'm insecure so i need to make sure that you don't see that and but then people know, obviously do isn't it let's see like, it straight away you can yeah. spot it straight away you know and you see it and, and that's the like I, I joke about it my wife thinks it's funny i meet people and i go that girl that girl that girl whatever so they've got identity crisis she thinks mm. really, i said i've got identity crisis she says why is that and i say because it takes one to know one and I'll tell you, it takes on to no one. I said, and I've had four and a half years, five years of going, not even that, longer than that. Who the hell am I? So now that I am comfortable, now I'm comfortable understanding that you will not know who you are. And it's about, you know, because I don't know who I am. Mm. But it's about understanding to accept that you don't need to know who you are. You just need to keep being you. So where do you, where do you sit in that sort of, that line between peacocking and then perhaps showing kind of, yeah. in your content, your kind of, vulnerability or the fact or or let people know that perhaps you don't know everything and it's part of a process because part of me thinks that one should be you know people by people people by confidence so you must know everything about every subject that you're involved with and there's no room for learning there's no room for vulnerability when in reality that's bullshit and yeah none of us know everything about everything none of us know everything about our subject yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I've I've often thought, I've often thought, it makes me think a lot about you know, you know, do you be this ultra confident figurehead that everybody goes to because you know everything, you're a complete expert, but then like I say, at the same time, that is this being dishonest, and yeah. we can learn, we can always learn new stuff. So where do you kind of sit on that sort of that line? Um, I think I probably sit probably in a similar place to yourself, I guess. Uh, so my line with this is <clears throat> I do not ever think, so expert does my head in, the word <laughs> expert does my head in. <laughs> because expert means that you, it implies that now it, it falls, I use the word a lot because it falls into different archetypes and things. However, mm. it, it implies that you know everything, as you said, and um, I'm not a fan of that because yeah. I, don't know any, I don't know everything. I'd learn, joking aside, but the tips I teach people on my daily tips, I, I usually research them that day. Like mm. I don't know what I'm talking about that day. That's my learning tool. That's how mm. I learn. Nice. Um, I think that a lot of people, some of them, obviously I do know, but it's in a different way. I look at it in a different way. I think um, that 
that like I worked for a company, local company, um, in a state agency. I won't name the names, but the the guy who owned it was very much. We had a m- multiple multiple debates about this because he would say, "Well, I would I believe in showing weakness. I do believe that it's okay to show weakness. I think it shows vulnerability. Show um, well, not even I believe it. It's a psychological fact that when you show vulnerability, you win trust." Mm. Um, so I think you should show that you should be real. You should mm. be real. You know. Now, now, do you, there's a big thing with this is you allow people to fill the gaps in. That's the thing I would say. You, you, if you allow people to fill their own gaps in, they will come to their own decision around you. Mm. So you don't need to tell everyone you're the expert. If you talk about the stuff or a lot of things, they will just fill in the gaps and go, Ash is the expert. Mm. If you, if you're constantly telling me these things, I think it can cause, it, it, it does the opposite effect to me. You know, good people don't, like, I will joke all the time, the good people don't tell you they're good. They just are good. <laughs> mm. And I think um, that people buy from people is very true. They do, but they do buy from people. It's that no like and trust. It's all the old adages that you hear. And again, with all of this stuff, it's not, that, like I say, with the personal branding, what I love about it and what I love with the whole thing with it is none of this stuff. Like, even when I'm talking to you, you now you can see your brain going, ah, it's, it's not new things. It's just looking at it in a different lens. It's going, oh yeah, we were taught this, but actually, if you look at it this way, it mm. does make sense. Um, and I think it's a similar thing with that, is that the old, in my opinion, the 80s corporate sales environment is dying, but it's still there. There's still the dinosaurs who still teach you that it is rah, 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 you know, ultra confident, ultra male, ultra male, definitely alpha yeah. male, peacocking. Um, but the honest truth is if you turn up to me, like this is the thing I say to you all the time, be you, be you now. Okay. Be you within that, that frame. You don't just tell them your life story, but biggest thing with this is all the time. It's about, it's about a, a disconnect. If I saw, and I said the same thing. If I, if I bought a ticket to my favorite band and saw them live, yeah. Mm. And you love their album and you see them live and they're shit. How <laughs> awful is that? You know what happens? And it's like, you, you don't like them anymore. Your trust is like this. They fall. Yeah, you, yeah. you feel lied to. Mm. You feel like, what's going on? However, when you see that, and this is what I say with everybody, so it's like, when you see that, Clark, that band and they're bloody good live, even better, mm. you go, you want to listen to their music over and over and over again because you're like, God, how great. Listen to this. Could you imagine how good they are live? This is no different in anything we do. You know, if you are, um, if you are an expert and you say you're this expert and you don't know what you're doing, loss of trust. If you um, are producing yourself as a specialist, someone who does this day in and day out, a scholar of your craft, hmm. then you don't know. It's like, I don't know this, but to tell you what, I'm going to go and look because that's always good to learn new things. That's going to elevate you beyond this middle. They're going to love you for it because they're like, Daniel's going off. He's looking at this stuff. Hmm. He's not... He's not stuck in a fixed mindset. He's in a growth mindset. Mm. Now, Ooh, I like he, that. I like that growth it's mindset. It's mad, isn't it? It's but mad. It, is, it is just that push and pull though, isn't it? Mm. Because it is, uh, as you're saying that, it's like, oh, you do, oh God, but I don't want to show any sort of vulnerability because you've got mm. to, I just got to know everything. And I, and I, and I, I find it's a big thing. It's a it's big hard. thing. Yeah. It's hard, but this is the thing, like, like you, 
but so I, sorry, again, I'm, gonna I, I'm gonna talk over you. I'm sorry, but then I, again, then, then I'm thinking, I'm thinking in my mind about people I've met through business, <clears> and it's just like, yeah, we know, yeah, yeah, we can sort that out, yeah, I know everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, totally. And you think, oh, God, you're just a flipping not a liar. No, it's not. I was gonna say you're a liar, but you're just not. I don't think yeah. you're viewing the the situation in a sort of a rounded way that no, you don't know everything, and to a certain extent, we're all making it up as we go along. <laughs> all, all of us are all of us are like oh my god i think i think um i had something really interesting happen to me last week so they've got this new client <clears throat> well it's new client and i signed them up and um i, I had no idea they got they connected with me via linkedin so this is something to show they connected me via linkedin they were looking for they put a post out on linkedin and said we are looking for someone to help us with branding that was it they were my connections I didn't know about it. I hadn't even seen the post. Didn't even know it existed until they told me. Um, they got hundreds of people reaching out to them. SEO content, content writing company. They got loads of people reach out to them. Oh, and they said, and this woman, I, I, when they signed up for me, I said, can I ask you, you know, why did you do it? And they said, well, we put this post out and we had 20 Zoom calls, 15 Zoom calls with different branding people telling us. And he said, and what they did was they kept asking us, what do we want? She said, we, they, they never told us what they did. This is really interesting. Mm. I said, they never told us what they did. They just said, what do you want? What is it you want? They said, we didn't trust them. They said, because it made me feel like whatever we said, they were going to say, we do that. We do that. They said, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and it's, I never thought about this before. And I was like, they, said, they said, we just didn't. They said, you know, the guy said, he said, I don't know what I want. Now, I always take this thing from Steve Jobs, and I believe this. And he said, and so then I said, well, how did you find me? And this is where it comes to Steve Jobs. And he said, how did you find me? And they said, well, we Googled, we actually linked in, typed in branding and you came up. Mm. So they messaged me. So they came to me, not the other way around. And I said, well, why are you using me? And they said, you were the first person to one, listen to about our business. So listen to their business for 20 minutes. And then, then you then told us, and I've got this from an old firm, a financial advice firm and Steve Jobs thing. You then told us what you do and how you would apply that to what, to, mm. to our business mm. and i and i said he said and he said and it was really refreshing because we didn't know and i said well i take that from a steve jobs thing which is people don't know what they want till you show them what they want and this <laughs> is, and, and it's so true and and, and the, this adage of of that plus i was when i was a financial advisor i was taught by a guy called andrew perriman who owns a firm called bright advice he's very mm. very successful in the cambridge area and he said you are as an advisor just like you it's the same thing he said you're an advisor you're like a doctor you don't go to a doctor and they the doc you they don't go to the doctor this is the sales verse advice he's like mm. you don't go to a doctor and the doctor says you should be taking this ibuprofen oh no you should be taking this steroid and then the, then the patient goes no i think i'll just take the ibuprofen that doesn't happen the doctor says this is what you should do. This is my advice. You know, he doesn't ski downhill on his recommendation. He tells you what you should have. Mm. And you decided to either take the medication or not. Mm. And I think this is something that lots of old businesses, any business that does this is be secure in what you offer, know what you offer, show them what you offer, but be willing to change and adapt if you want. Mm. But the client doesn't know, now you say about winging, the client doesn't know what they want 99% of the time. And it blows my mind, but it's this old sales trick. Of, mm. You know, it's mad. It blows me off. Blows my mind. But, but again, coming back to that education bit, isn't it? You're just educating the client. You're giving that advice. And then. Yeah. One, and of my then... Client, 
I had a guy watch me. He observed me. Um, I had to say, can I bring him in on the call? Because he's, he's like a bit of a protege, lovely guy, Leon his name. And at the end, he was like, he said to me at the end, he said, you said at the end of that, that whole, I said, never in pitch it. I just, I show them what I do. I show them my program. I show them the mastery program. And at the end of it, I say, is that the type of thing you're looking for? You know, and he was like, oh, that's mad. I can't believe you said that. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, well normally I've been taught, try, you know, do you want to buy it? And I was like, no, I said, because if it doesn't fit them. <laughs> yeah. You know, to me as a, as a garden person, you said, is this the type of thing? Is this is the, because yours is not, yours is niche. It's very niche. So if you turn to my house and you're like, this is what I do. And they go, is this type of thing you're looking for? If it is, and you've been, because especially, and they go, yeah. Or you go, no. And at which point, you don't want to be working for somebody. And I said to Leon, you don't want to be working for someone who doesn't get your vision. Mm. Otherwise, you're just doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. Mad, really. Like, it's a crazy way of looking at it. <laughs> mm. No, I like that. I'm, again, I'm thinking back to, um, <laughs> I'm thinking back to, I put up a Facebook ad uh, over the weekend. And it's interesting that, you know, the same photograph, people say, that looks a complete mess. Oh, I, mm. oh I'd, I'd love that. And it's, and it's, you kind of, it, it became more, less, less of a sort of a, an advertisement. I thought that's great market research about what people, you know, some people just love it and, you know, you, that they, they want it. And some people just don't yeah. get it. And you just, you can't, uh, you can't, so you, can you shouldn't. Appeal. You can only appeal to the ones who get it. And um, mm. that's the other thing. It's subjective. It's opinion, you know, it's opinion based. Uh, mm. certain people, so I have one of my clients said, what do you think of this? Remember I worked with them. What do you think to my content? So what do you think to your content? <laughs> you know, someone said to me before, he said, do you like my font? He said, do you think my font's right? I said, I don't know. What, what, what are you trying to get across? And then mm. at the end of it, he finished the call. He's a good friend of mine. I said, he, he has orange writing. He has orange colors. And his writing is like a, like a very nice, well, not nice, like a kind of calligraphy type writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had the, the, the one-to-one session. And I was like working with him. And he said, what? And he, afterwards, he said, what do you think? I said, I fucking hate it. So fucking, I said, I hate orange and I don't like that writing style. I said, but it, you're not trying to talk to me. I said, so it's not my opinion, not factual evidence. I was like, I said, and if you like it and you know, going right back, why you chose it, that is all that matters. And mm. I think that's the same thing with, you know, with, with, your, with like the two pictures. Why do they think it looks a mess? That's more interesting. Mm. Why does someone love it? And why does it not, not, I love it when people do that. Like when, and, and the social media stuff is great for that. Like I get it all the time when people, they all wade in with their, their mm. opinion on something. But the best way I describe it with is wading in their opinion. And I was trying to add one, what is the length of a video? What is the ideal length of a video? I did one. Yeah. And it caused a lot of controversy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. what is the ideal length? And they were like, I said, it should be under one minute for, and I listed the reasons. And I asked people what their thoughts were on it. Now, the problem with a lot of this stuff is people are so emotional. They don't remove emotion from it. <laughs> so they get very emotional about it. And I, they were saying stuff and, and they weren't answering. They weren't, they, one, they hadn't watched the content. Like I said, mm. people don't watch it. So they hadn't watched it. They just saw the snippet of it and then jumped on board. And the best bit about it was it was like me saying to you, what hairstyle now, this is the type of thing I, I'd be like me and go to you. What hairstyle do you prefer on me? Do you prefer it when I've got long hair or short hair? And then you going, I don't like the color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I respect that. But, uh, and you know, you go, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. I take that on board. But what do you like? What do you think? Long hair. I just don't like the color. Yeah. Like, and I was like watching this all the time thinking, <laughs> I like say market research all the time. Like, 
people just go back to the 20%. They just read what they want to read. They mm. see what they want to see. They don't, you're thinking, if that's how, how blinkered we, we all are, because I do it, I'll do it. I did a <laughs> post recently where I commented on yesterday. <laughs> I had to delete this. I, just, uh, I went through and I, I did the exact same thing. I title scrolled, I read it, I posted. Absolutely brilliant, really relatable. And then the, um, the woman commented back and said, we're really interested to find out how this is relatable because it was a video on women's fashion in the workplace. Uh, and I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. I didn't, I, I just saw the title uh, and went, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I didn't realize. And then when I read it, I was like, oh my God. And I thought, how do I get out of it? So I just deleted it. And I was like, but we all do it. <laughs> we're not, we're not, I'm not a saint. Like we all do it. Mm. <laughs> not a hundred pound toothbrush but it's you know <laughs> oh mate oh my god don't a oh, hundred pound toothbrush what a bloody joke your glasses on like your... uh, glasses yeah oh, I've got my they're pen. good though but they're very yellow aren't they <laughs> yeah oh I want to join in I just want to join in oh uh, where is my you got oh. your three pairs have you the ones the link I sent you can you bear with me <laughs> no I want to I, now I feel left out where are they we should do the rest of the podcast with our glasses on. All right, bear with, all right, bear with me. I know this is a, f- a podcast faux pas. I'm going to leave the desk. I'll be back in a oh, minute. Go for it. Not a problem. Just whilst I'm, I'm get away. Get your glasses. Yeah, whilst the, I'm not even going to fade this out in the edit. So whilst I'm away, you, you talk You talk to my listeners. Or, or talk to your my, listeners. My, my ego kicked in there. There you go. Talk Our to his listeners. listeners. Yeah, bear with me. Go on. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's been good, actually. I quite like this one um, because it's, very nice to chat more conversational with you guys as opposed to uh every other podcast i do like i say it's very educational so it's really nice he's back already do you know we look like we're on like the shooting range uh we look like we're on a shooting range <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go yeah we go there we go it's when the blue light reflects back for anyone who's actually listening to this we're wearing blue light glasses Everyone is probably listening to it, not actually watching it, going, what are they doing? <laughs> well, this will be a good time. To, so if you are listening to this, it's a good time to get on YouTube and look at it. And we look absolutely, <laughs> we look absolutely ridiculous. We do. It's the shine back. Have you worn them out yet? If you wear them out, everything looks like it's got um, like a blue, yeah, what are they called? Like, like, a, like a police siren. Every car. I'm driving <laughs> like, oh my God. It's mad. But these are, I tell you what, these are, these are good. I, I, don't they make the world look so much nicer? Though? Like <laughs> yeah. when I put them on, I'm like, wow! It's like looking through an Instagram filter. Everything uh, is just clear and lovely. And then I take them off, and I'm like, oh, it's really dark and shit. Oh, no, I know it's <laughs> terrible. Life's awful. Life's great. Life's yeah. awful. Life's great. <laughs> the difference that what I like with you is that there's no, and that's what I do. I was really excited when you said, oh, you, you know, finally bloody invite me on. Um, I, but, but I didn't know. I didn't know whether I'd like. Cause, you hadn't, but it's not no, funny. It's funny because I'm quite black and white. I'm quite black and white, and I didn't know whether I'd gone. No, I'm not. I'm not having you on because I've I've made some story up in my head that I I only have. I don't know. Like I'm trying to. I'm, I don't know. I don't know why. I think I just forgot. I don't because I, I I don't know. It was funny, but like I was inter- excited for this one because I do like different ones. I've got another one next week, and but most of the time, as you say, they're more question based. They're mm. more. We have this question. What do you think? Um, but I know whenever me and you chat, like off air, it always gets very because you're on the same wavelength. Mm. So you uh, you see things in a 
it's not even a similar way it's your own way but it's a nice way of looking at it it's nice because it creates exactly what i said it creates proper discussion mm. so a lot of people are scared the thing i like about talking with you daniel is you're not scared to challenge the status quo you're not scared to challenge the thought beliefs behind stuff I think- I, well, well whilst whilst that comes to mind it, again it's just trying to have um if your intent's right so it's not having that filter. So if I think of yeah. something because I'm only thinking about it because I actually want to learn more. And if yes. I don't want to offend anybody, but if I think if I think that I'm smelling a bit of bullshit, I want to I want to I want to understand a is it BS? Two, yeah. where's the kind of truth behind it? And yeah. I don't want to let these things go because I don't think it helps anybody. It doesn't help me, it doesn't help the other person if a, they're deceiving themselves on a particular subject, or B, yeah. they're at downright uh, bullshitting themselves and me, and then we can try and find a bit of truth in it. I think that's the hardest bit. I mean, that's something to go back to the why. Like, I've always, I just live my life by this thing because it's that thing exactly that is I've always, I don't, I'm not a judgy person. I don't judge anybody's lifestyles of any choice, any chance. Like, I, but I like to understand why. Mm. That's it. That's it. As long as I understand why. So if someone says to me, Christ, you turn around and say to me, a porn star that's cool well do what you want mm. as long as i not even long as i if we're chatting and ask well, tell, you know why do that what, what you know because when people go they're very judgy i think people judge from a place of of um, lack of understanding mm. and i think that's a different say i think you should challenge those things but the amount of people that you know even down to joking aside like i, I talk about these people i don't get involved in political matters because mm. I don't understand why they're doing it because there's so much fog so I can't understand why so I don't get involved I don't talk about it I don't say it I stay, I stay away I control what I can control within my within my kind of ecosystem <laughs> is that was the one of the was one of the biggest um, it's one of the biggest posts that was big for me is this do you you know do you how much do you challenge people how much do you challenge yeah. people and, and I and I look at that little thing inside me again it comes back to the filters is you know you see linkedin posts you see instagram posts and it's like nobody wants to flipping challenge anybody it's like oh lovely that's great this is beautiful and i said you know and and i just i just have that feeling you just want to sort of say who benefits from you saying oh beautiful beautiful you know the classic instagram like post isn't it oh that's beautiful well you know, oh. why don't you just say so we can both learn? Why don't you say, well, that part's beautiful, but have you what, what's happening in that corner of the picture, which is oh. a bit naff? Why is it naff? Not because I want to say, oh, Someone that's naff. Says something. That's naff. Yeah. Because I want to feel good about myself. Why is it naff? Or I actually think your your evaluation of that. I don't know. Somebody's giving some information yeah. on on I don't know mortgages or whatever it may be. He said, well, is that entirely true or, or can we just go into it a bit more? Can we, I think that's good to do. Like, so the one I did with the, that video about that, the challenging that came off after this one about the video length, because mm. I've got a lot of challenge and I got some great people in there that challenged me on it and they've become quite close. I like mm. them. And, and don't get me wrong. They, in some areas of depending on the why, see that, that's the other thing. They don't understand why I'm making the videos of the 1% and all that stuff. Mm. But, you know, someone sent me to a video that was talking about pattern disrupts and how actually staying on a video for about two and a half minutes is better because it, allow, not better, serves a purpose if you know why you're using it. 
and, and, I, and I learned that. And I, and I was like, from that one post of me posting that and me getting in a debate, definitely a debate, not an argument, not just like a debate discussion with these two videographers, they did see my side of things, but mm. they also showed, I also saw their side of things. Mm. I now left that day. I felt like I'd done like five, 15 rounds with Mike Tyson, but yeah. I was better because mm. I understood. And, all that, and, and that's the same thing. I had a guy today, I commented on his post. I liked his video. He went back and looked at mine. He said, I love your videos. They're really, really good. Um, he said, but as he called it like a unique video um, personalization, something, the UVPP. He was talking about it saying, and he said, if you look at someone like Gary Vass, Gary Das, Gary Vaynerchuk, sorry, mm -hmm. or, um, or Dan Locke, mm -hmm. he talk to these two guys, so they have a unique thing. He said, I think your content's very good, but it lacks a unique da 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 da. Mm -hmm. now, I shouldn't take offense by that. I don't take offense. I used to. I used to. Yeah. I don't take offense by that now. I looked at it. And I'm going to look into it more. This guy's very good at what he does. Um, I, look, I look into it. And then I'm the person who judges whether or not that's right or wrong. But if he went, I love your videos, Ash, they're great. It has no benefit mm. to me. Pumps that ego up. And that ego, you know, whereas with him doing that, I might look at it and go, do you know what? Like, I hate subtitles on videos. I hate subtitles on videos. <laughs> Because of a dyslexic guy, I just <laughs> yeah. can't. I don't read them. I don't read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pointless. Yeah. But I listen to what other people said, and I put them on. My videos did better, you know. Like, mm. and, and I speak. And that's the thing. I think you've got to be not precious with everything you do. And I think mm. that you say that you don't challenge enough, and we're so scared of offending people. We're so scared of what it would look like on social media, what it would look like in the real world. And the honest truth is that's how you become good. It's that iron sharpens iron. You know, mm. you, you call my BS out. Like if you call my BS out and I don't think it's BS, I don't think it's bullshit. I think it's right. And you call it out, <coughs> but you change my mind. <coughs> mm. Then it's, you know, that's, that's, that's brilliant. I did post today about it, about the pigeon, my pigeon post today, which is literally the same thing. I don't know if it's sort of, so I literally, and I'll put it in your pockets because it's quite a funny quote. I love this. This quote has rung true me for years. I, I read it and I was like, this, and, and it might relate to you. So I put here, do you consider other people's point of view? A growth mindset is needed if you want to become a thought leader influencer in your space because you've got to be open. Mm. Constantly, uh, uh, constantly open to challenging debate will allow you to become a stronger and smarter person. I always remind myself that I never want to be the pigeon. <laughs> this comes... <laughs> from a quote I read many years ago, which is, arguing with an idiot is like playing chess with a pigeon. It'll just knock over all the pieces, shit on the board, strut around like it won anyway. <laughs> don't be the pigeon. And that's the thing. You don't be the pigeon. Don't be the person. If you're arguing with someone and you know, they beat you, touche. Mm. You know, lick your wounds, but you've learned more. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Such a great quote, that. I, love I, love it. It. I don't know who said wrote it, but I always... But it's so true, isn't it? You think mm. about arguing with an idiot and you're thinking, I can't. Mm. Not, not only arguing, I can't do anything. There's nothing I can teach you. There's no point. <laughs> mm. God, that's a, that's a biggie. That's a biggie. I'm, just, I'm pausing because, again, I do, I, I feel in the past that you kind of do you end up do arguing with, with idiots. And then you, you kind do. of think, and then you kind of think, well, am I an idiot? for arguing with them do you know am i mixing in the mm. there's a general comment are you mixing in the kind of wrong mixing in the wrong circle is that the right thing to say? uh 
you know, you've got to you got to up your game so you're mi- you're mixing with people that are going to challenge you and are a bit more intelligent in a particular yeah. field, or they've got ten years more experience and they can. T- do you know? What I mean, that's the hardest yeah. thing. I don't want to be the most smartest person in the room. That's a right. scary thing. You know, like right. the reason I know this stuff, my mentors are I, the the personal branding thing was built for me off the back of the fact that my mentor, one of my mentors, I've got three mentors. One of them is a behavioral economics doctorate. I understand this stuff. He talks about it with me all the time. Another one is is a digital marketing genius. Had his firm for twenty like ten years. He's a amazing. Nice. Yeah, and the other one there is is an actor, very successful actor. Now, these three people is the byproduct of my knowledge. Nice. If I if I'd surrounded myself with which I have a lot of people who look up to me, but if I ever surrounded myself with that, I think I'm the best person in the world. And the truth is. I know this much mm. about those little topics that my, 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 one of my mentors, Mark Tatcher, he, the, the behavioral economics guy, like he can dissect everything about why we do stuff, how we do it. When you're with him, you're thinking like, you think you have a choice and you don't, it's like crazy. The stuff that <laughs> I know, but, but, but then he always talks about this is amazing. When you understand social influence, so which is that behavioral economics, you know, mm. psychology, behavioral science, he said, when you understand it, it's like Star Wars and the Force. He said, you've got, it can be used for good and it can be used for evil. Um, mm. You see it everywhere and, the, and, the, and you can't unsee it. You know, yeah, the yeah. rule of threes, everything works in threes. Everything, you know, our brain works in threes. We like three bullet points. We like the good, the bad, the ugly, mm. you know, the wild, wild west. Every, and when you start looking, you're like, oh my God, it's everywhere. Mm. And it's why the most successful people it's again it goes back to what we're talking about with the pigeonholing all this stuff i learned from him this is the issue this is what's set me apart is combined marketing knowledge with this psychology knowledge that they don't they don't like to mix them Mm. and then combine it with a really self unsecure guy who knows no idea who he is and boom (laughs) there we go (laughs) Uh, so uh, but again i was thinking about as you as you were talking i was thinking about um do you ever follow a guy called Mike Winnett? I oh, like Mike Winnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my mentor knows him. He's, oh, he's, or not him, but the real, the real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, uh, I got that wrong then. His, his, his alias is Mike Winnett, isn't his he? His alias talks, is Mike Winnett, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, what his real name is, though? Oh, God knows. God knows. But he, but he, yeah, he, he, he had a series of podcasts, and he, was, he had somebody on about uh, people in business. And it's when you hire people in business, you hire somebody that knows that is better than you or knows more than you. hundred percent. And um, I don't know why I mentioned that. Um, yeah. So kind of, kind of the insecurity thing and you know, you, 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 you want to surround yourself with better people. And that really stuck with me that you kind of, you know, you're making, you know, you're, you're kind of making uh, hiring decisions in your business. It's almost like, you don't want somebody to know less than you because you're micromanaging them. You might have to micromanage them. You want somebody just to be a better than you, make you feel a bit, you know, God, he actually knows more than me, but it's going to better, it's going to better you and it's going to better the business. All of the best business people hire, like you're right. Like, you know, you don't need to, I think that's the hardest thing, you know, like it's leave your ego out the door. It's right Mm. back to the whole thing is ego. If you control your own ego, everything else is a piece of cake but the mm. hardest thing is i am not i'm not good at this i you know i joke in the side like when i spoke to you in february i'm a different person now it's mm. an ongoing strategy yeah. never changes it's being present and aware that 
what do you know what do i want and i think that's you're right with with um with that like and that's where you're also surrounding yourself being and being prepared to folk like a growth mindset like i say is this idea that i listened to i listened i stress that that i listened to a lot of gary vaynerchuk mm. i don't anymore because my knowledge compared to what the stuff he's teaching mm. is is more not than him yeah but because of the content he produces is for like a beginner's level yeah and i think that's something that people need to realize is when you start to if you want to become a master at anything you do you need to be to not be emotionally attached to your the people you originally listened to gary benichuk yeah. I, I absolutely love him but when i listen to his content i'm like this is really basic mm. so you have to constantly be upgrading but like to the people you're listening to so now i listen to a lot of psychology audiobooks nice loads of this stuff if you told me that three years ago, I wouldn't have even understood a word they were saying. Mm. So we all have our stepping stones. And that's the same with me. That I'm a personal branding coach for business owners and startups. But if you're a massive corporate, I'm probably not your guy because my, we're going back about not mm. fake it till you make it. My experience right now has not swelled to be able to do that. Mm. I think that's the other thing about, you know, you're saying about being the expert and everything, going right back to what you said before, know what you're good at and know what you are striving for but don't 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 jump too quick i think mm. that's the other thing yeah i'm gonna have to call it a day soon because i've got a call i'm looking at this thinking oh i've got to get ready <laughs> no worries ash so do you want to just give uh sort of the closing note on this podcast where can people find you give us your socials go on run of course us of course i mean so i've been brilliant chatting to you i've loved it absolutely right. loved it um so people can find me best place to find me is linkedin um I've realized that now I am on all social media platforms, but LinkedIn is the one there is also a personal branding one Oh one Facebook group, um, which is more of a community group. Mm. Um, and I have my podcast, which is the personal branding one Oh one podcast, which is number two. It might yeah. be number one by the time you listen to this. Who knows? Probably yeah, I'll not. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. All my listeners, I'll push you up. Push it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you do go like, and subscribe to that. Um, but, yeah, that's the best place. So really, it's for me. It's LinkedIn, Facebook group, and um, and the podcast. And um, yeah, I mean, anyone who listens to it, I'm always happy and I'm always friendly. And I'm always happy to chat and answer any questions. Good old boy. Nice one, Ash. Top man. Do you soon, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye.